y'all. This is the 10th episode. Well, actually, it's the 11th if you count the intro episode, but I'm saying this is the 10th episode. Thank you everyone who has sent feedback or has reviewed this podcast or has shared this podcast. I think we're at around like 650 downloads, which is awesome. And I really appreciate you all so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Welcome to Heal and Grow with Nikki. I'm your host, Nikki Kraminga Hill. Here we talk about everything grief, hope, illness, work, family, tragedy, possibilities, fun stuff, and not so fun stuff. It's all on the table. Let's take a look at our lives and work to heal and grow together. I'm so glad you're here. I am so excited for this week's podcast. This is one of my favorite stories to tell. There might be moments today where you think, wait, is this true? And I assure you that this is a true story. It should actually be made into a TV special or a movie or something like that. So I'm going to go on the record right now and say that I, Nicole Don Hill, which is my legal name, own this story. Copyright 2023. Me just saying this makes it legal, right? (laughs) Okay, here we go. The year is 2002 and I am 27 years old. And at this point in my life, I have a handful of friends who are entertainers on cruise ships. One of the things that a lot of younger people do is they audition to be an entertainer on cruise ships. So they might be the piano player in the bar, or they might be in the big show in the theater, or maybe they're in a roving band or something like that. So I have a lot of friends that I did theme park with, and they went on to be cruise ship entertainers. And... One of these friends, let's just call him Tom to protect his privacy. Hi, Tom. I know you're listening to this. (laughs) Tom and I are good friends from our theme park days. And at the time of this story, he's actually working on Royal Caribbean as an entertainer. And he's in between contracts. And he says, hey, do you want to go on a cruise with me? I had never been on a cruise at this point. And I was like, yeah, this this sounds amazing. I'd love to go on a cruise with you. And then he adds that he has a friend that he would like me to meet. Let's call this guy Scut. We're going to protect his privacy too. We're going to call him Scut. And Tom knows Scut from Royal Caribbean. They had been on the same ship for a while. And Scut works in the, I don't know what they call it, the education department, maybe kids programming. I'm not sure, but he works with the kids. So when you go on cruises, lots of times you could just drop your kids off and people will take care of them. That sounds like they're babysitting them. It's not that. It's way more than that. It's way cooler than that. And this this scut guy works with the teens. If I'm remembering correctly, he worked with the teens. So anyway, scut and Tom are friends. Tom wants me to meet scut. And if I go on this cruise, I'm going to get some type of special pricing. I think they call it friends and family discount or something like that. So I'm pretty pumped for this. I'm going on a week-long cruise with my friend. I get a discount rate, plus there's a potential love connection. So I'm thinking, this is going to be good. And I wholeheartedly say yes to this invitation. And then Tom backs out. He decides He's not going to go. 
And he and I were actually just talking about this the other day, and we can't remember why he decides not to go. But he decides not to go, and in the moment, I'm super, super ticked about it, and I'm upset because I think, okay, well, there goes that. I guess I'm not going because I'm not going to go on a cruise by myself unless, like, why not? (laughs) I've already purchased the plane ticket. I already have a room on the ship. I'm still going to get this discounted rate, so maybe I should go anyway. So I talked to my mom about it. You know, what what are the safety issues? Um, is this a really stupid idea for a young woman to go on a cruise ship by herself? And I talked to Scott about it, and he says, you should come anyway. We had talked we had talked a bit on the phone before I met him in person, and we had been emailing and everything. And he says, yeah, you should come anyway because I have passenger status. And what that means, I don't know if this is still the correct terminology or not, but at the time, passenger status meant that you had to do your assigned ship duties, <laughs> duty, But when you weren't working, you were free to roam the ship the way a passenger would. He told me that he was going to be able to have meals with me. So I thought, okay, well, Tom's not going to go, but Scott's going to be there. And, you know, I don't know if we're going to have a love connection or not, but I'll have somebody to hang out with on the ship. I won't be alone. So I decide to go. I say, Yes, I'm going to go do this. So the big day comes and I fly into, gosh, I don't even really remember where I flew into. I don't remember much of the of the itinerary either. I think it was the Western Caribbean. So I fly in, I take a cab to the cruise terminal and Scott meets me there. It was really great to finally meet him in person after we had been talking you know, on and off for a while and after Tom had introduced us and everything. And I go in to check in and Scott pays for my cruise. He just flat out pays for it. I try to pay him back. He's like, no, no, that's fine. And it was like, you know, I still got that discount, but but it was like $700, $700, $800. It was a significant amount of money to pay on anyone, let alone a stranger. So I check in, he pays for me, I walk onto the ship, and then I hardly ever see him again for the entire cruise. (laughs) He sort of ditches me. (laughs) So while I'm on this cruise, all these fun and sort of interesting things happen. The first night at dinner, In my brain, I remember this as being like a formal night, but I don't know that it actually was because you usually don't have formal night be the first night of the cruise. At any rate, I'm completely dressed up for dinner and I'm seated and I think that Scott is going to join me. He tells me he's going to join me for dinner and I'm seated at a four top. So it's supposed to be Scott and I. And then I I don't know who the other couple is. And about 15 minutes into me sitting there by myself, one of the servers comes up and says, hey, you have a newlywed couple assigned at your table. I don't know how much you're going to see of them this week. I'm like, oh, that's okay. That's okay. Because, you know, 
my companions coming to dinner, except that he never comes. He does not show up for dinner. So, you know, I'm making the most of it like I do. And I'm, I eat my entire dinner alone at a four top. And I would say maybe sometime halfway through the entree. So if you've never been on a ship before, there's a communal dining area. And it's these just gorgeous, you know, four or five course meals every night. So when you dine, especially for dinner, you plan on staying there for a while. It's usually at least an hour and a half, two hours, which is wonderful if you're with companions that you want to hang out with. (laughs) But I was, you know, by myself. So I'm just sitting there by myself eating. And this older gentleman comes up to talk to me. I actually, I think I caught him out of the corner of my eye coming to talk to me. And then I could just feel him coming up behind me. And I just was like, oh, please don't talk to me. I'm pretty embarrassed. I don't, I just want to hurry up and finish this meal and go hide. And he he taps me on my back and he says, excuse me, are you dining alone? And I said, well, that was not my plan, but it certainly seems as if I am dining alone tonight at least. And he said, well, would you like to join me at my table? And at this point, I'm like, no, I don't want to join you at your table because he paused just a little bit too long before he said, uh, we have a lot of space. We have extra space at our table if you'd like to join all of us. And he he points in this direction and I look and there's like 10 people waving at me like, hi, hi, come on over. And I said, sure. <laughs> I said, sure. So I got up and I go and I sit at this table and I think there were five couples, four couples. Anyway, one of the couples at their table didn't even make it onto the cruise. So they had these two extra spots and they invited me to join them for the rest of the week, which I ended up doing because Scott never showed up to dinner ever. And I befriended these people. They, I can't even remember their names now. I don't even remember, you know, where they were from. At one point I was emailing with them but this is this is 20 years ago now so i don't remember anything about them other than they were so kind and lovely to me i think all of them were in their 60s perhaps so that first night i sit down and i tell them the you know interesting situation that i'm in that i'm traveling alone and i thought i would be spending time with this crew member but i'm not and They were lovely, lovely the entire week. I was so sad to say goodbye to them because they were just so wonderful. So I had all of my evening meals with them every single night. So that was seven nights, I think. (laughs) Another funny thing that happened is that on this particular ship, it was Royal Caribbean's Adventure of the Seas. They have a Johnny Rockets restaurant on it and... Scott would ask me to go over to Johnny Rockets a couple of times and get him a hamburger. Now, now Nikki would be like, 
get your own damn hamburger. But then, Nikki, this is back when I was desperate for anyone to like me and I just wanted to belong to everything. I would say, sure, sure, I'll get you your hamburger. So several times I would go over there and get him a burger. I was there so often, actually, that the staff started to recognize me. And the staff had this thing where when certain songs would play, they would stop what they were doing and then they would start dancing. And one of those songs was Respect. And, you know, I'm a dancer and I pick up choreography really easily. And so every time I'd go in there, they'd be like, Nikki, Nikki, Nikki's here. Put on Respect. So they would put on this song and I would dance along. At one point, passengers started recognizing me as the girl who was traveling alone and they didn't they didn't always know my name but they would start talking to me oh hey how's it going how are you doing today this is the girl that's traveling by herself and so I started befriending all of of these people there was one afternoon where I went to go visit Scott while he was working the teen dance club it was the middle of the afternoon He was the DJ. There was a whole bunch of kids in the teen dance club, but none of them were dancing. And I had started talking to them a little bit. Um, You know, they knew who I was because I was around a lot trying to hang out with Scott. And one of these days, one of those days, I was sitting on the floor talking to a couple of the teens, which now I'm realizing is super creepy, but at the time it didn't seem like it was. So I'm sitting on the floor and there's this sign next to me. I don't remember what it what it said, but it was one of those signs that's inside one of those metal sign holders. And somebody was was running and accidentally tipped it over and it fell on my head and I got this huge goose egg. And it was really the only time that Scott paid any attention to me on the cruise. He's like, we should get you down to the infirmary. And I was like, no, no, we don't have to go down there. And I had to go down to the infirmary and I had to fill out like an accident report and I had to put ice on my goose egg. And then I had this big old bruise the rest of the week. Uh, What were some other funny things that happened? Oh, they had these yogurt machines everywhere that were always on. So I would just do this like loner lap at two o'clock in the morning and I would just go out by the pools and there's nobody out there and I would just um have have my frozen yogurt so if this does get turned into a movie or you know a mini series or something we have to include the frozen yogurt and then that can go into like some type of montage with some sad music behind it (laughs) the only time during the week other than when I was in the teen dance club that I even saw Scott was uh, we were in St. Thomas and we went to Megan's Bay Beach. I don't know if you've been there before, but it's just stunning. So I think I had asked him, like, what are you doing, you know, when we're in St. Thomas? He's like, oh, a couple of my friends and I are going to go to Megan's Bay. Do you want to go? And I was like, yeah. So we're there. I remember at one point I said to him, am I not what you expected? Because this guy just like, totally ghosted me. I mean, it's absolutely fine if we aren't attracted to each other, but he was just downright ignoring me the entire time. And he was like, no, no, you're exactly what I expected. But like in that Debbie Downer sort of voice, I just thought, okay, well, this isn't going anywhere and that's okay. So we started walking back to the ship and we ran into one of my table mates and 
two of them actually and they were drunk and the guy was like one of the guys was like nikki is this that guy that doesn't even like you he's not even trying to kiss you or anything listen scott nikki's a really great gal you should totally be into her and i was just so embarrassed i was like oh this is (laughs) this is horrible at one point i call my mom from the ship now it's like seven dollars a minute to call somebody from the ship and i talked to her for 10 minutes and i was just like this is horrible i should never have come not only does he not like me he won't even really talk to me so (laughs) that was a golden moment so at the end at the end of the cruise, it turns out that that was Scott's last week working. He was going back to California. So he and I and another one of his friends shared a cab from the ship to the airport. And we made out for a little bit in the backseat, but it wasn't that great. <laughs> and then I called him once after the cruise. I want to say it was maybe... A week, maybe a week afterwards, I called him and he said, hey, I'm having dinner right now. Can I call you back when I'm done? And I said, sure. And that is the last time that I have heard from Scott. (laughs) But hey, free cruise. (laughs) I was really bummed that we weren't attracted to each other or he wasn't attracted to me. Like I said, that was back in my days of desperation where really... I probably would have changed my whole life for this man had he shown any interest. So it's a good thing he didn't show any interest because I do not need to be changing my life for anyone. So that was that was a bummer, but I was I was mostly just bummed that he ignored me because I felt really crappy about that for a while. And then once I started leaning into it, which was when I started just meeting people from all around the world, And, you know, granted, I'm never going to see any of them again. I don't even remember the names of the people I sat with. But it turned out to be this really wonderful adventure. And since then, I haven't done a cruise or like a solo big trip, but I've done a couple of solo road trips. And I don't know, I feel like I just learn a lot about myself when I'm traveling alone or just anytime I'm alone. I lived alone for a while and that was that was a really wonderful experience too. And you know, I just learned to sort of like myself and be alone with myself and I had to challenge myself to leave my room sometimes because I thought like what's the stinking point? But you know, the point is you're on a cruise. You're in the Caribbean. It's gorgeous. Do not miss out on this opportunity just because you're bummed out that it didn't work out the way you thought it was going to. And I'm just going to encourage you to maybe do some solo travel plans too. And maybe, you know, maybe it's not a cruise. Maybe it's something as crazy as that. But maybe you take two hours off and you drive over to Hudson, Wisconsin because it's 45 minutes away or something like that. Just learn to enjoy being by yourself. Because I think I really grew during that experience and I'll never forget it I mean hell it makes an incredible an incredible story right 
Thank you so much this week to my friends Anne and Sue and Tim who bought me a coffee. Thank you so much. If you would like to buy me a coffee, you can just check out the show notes from this episode and there'll be a link there. It just directs you to a page where you can shoot me five bucks and I use that to buy coffee or, you know, go to Target or something like that. If you don't have a copy of my book yet, please check it out. It's on Amazon. I'll link it in the show notes as well. Or if you need someone to host your book club or come talk to your book club, I'd be happy to do that. I also love doing book readings and book signings. So, you know, give me an email. I'm also available for speaking gigs. That's sort of a new thing for me. And I would love to come and talk to your group. I would love it. Anyway, that is it for this week. I hope you enjoyed my free cruise, my free cruise story. I hope you are well. Thanks for listening and growing with me. This podcast is for informational purposes only and should not be considered legal health or professional advice. I am not responsible for any losses, damages, or liabilities that may arise from the use of this podcast. This podcast is not intended to replace professional medical advice.